This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Just in case you needed another reason not to send your kids to Harvard, Brian Stelter has just been hired to teach at Harvard. <laughs> it's just... In other news, Princeton University seeing a record number of mid-semester transfer applications. What? What's up? This is uh, Mark K. Saves the Republic. My name is Mark K. You know, we uh, we knew Brian Stelter was going to land somewhere, um, and I I just didn't know it was going to be on. Uh, I just didn't know it was going to be in uh, in Boston. But Harvard University has uh, accepted Brian Stelter as a. Let me make sure I get this right. A Harvard fellow discussing threats to democracy. Brian, this is from Fox News, by the way. Brian Stelter, who was dumped by CNN last month, has found a new gig discussing threats to democracy and how the press can respond. He's been named a Harvard Kennedy School's Walter Shorenstein Media and Democracy Fellowship. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of names. Do you really? I mean, can you just say, can you just say, say professor of propaganda? I mean, just like sum it up for everybody. Uh, he's going to work with both students and faculty during the fall of 2022. As the Walter Shorenstein Fellow, Stelter will convene a series of discussions about threats to democracy and the range of potential responses from the news media. These discussions with media leaders, policymakers, politicians, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we'll talk about the ecosystem of uh, the information ecosystem and its impacts on democratic governance. I wonder if he's going to discuss the media as a threat to democracy. I wonder if he's going to actually discuss his own show, his own self, his own network or former network as a threat to media when he discusses all of these threats to media at Harvard. It's really, um, it just goes to show you, it just goes to show you, you can be failed at anything in life and still get a job teaching other people how to do the very thing that you yourself failed at. That bodes well for my future as an instructor at the International Barber Academy. Because I'm bald. Hey, never mind. Uh, listen, there's other news going on today. Very serious news. There's an article I wanted to read you by um, Molly uh, Hemingway from The Federalist. And it's about the midterm elections because we're talking a lot about the midterm elections. And this article uh, that she wrote is, yes, Biden is hiding his plan to rig the 2022 midterm elections. This is something that is uh, it, that has been going on kind of in secret. You know, the, the Biden administration, they like to show you a lot of what they're doing. They like to talk big about things that they're supposedly doing for America. None of them good. But the stuff that's really bad for America, they keep really close to the, to the vest. For whatever reason, even though Joe Biden has this big mouth, and even though Joe Biden continues, I mean, the, this guy lets slip all kinds of things, not just the wrong names, not just things he shouldn't talk about, uh, you know, but in telling stories that are overtly racist and, and sexist and just, you know, talking about little girls looking like women, weird stuff that comes out of his head. But for some reason, he's able to keep the really important stuff uh, zipped up. Maybe he doesn't know about it. But uh, you may remember back in March of 2021, President Biden ordered all 600 federal agencies to, quote, expand citizens opportunities to register to vote. And that includes uh, not just registering people to vote, but collecting information on them, pinpointing which uh, parts of society which, um, you know, voter blocks might be more likely to vote Democrat and then figuring out how to use federal agencies to inspire those people to vote, to get out the vote effort. 
Now, this is interesting for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's unconstitutional. It's also immoral. Pretty sure it's illegal. The Hatch Act in 1939, which, by the way, a lot of people don't know that we reference the Hatch Act all the time. The Hatch Act was put in place because Democrats were basically buying votes and they were using federal uh, processes and, and, um, and agencies to do so. Well, they're doing it again in violation of the Hatch Act. Executive Order 14019 ignores that the Constitution does not give the executive branch authority over elections. This is again from Molly Hemingway's article in The Federalist. That power is reserved for the states with a smaller role for Congress. With H.R. 1 and the other Democrat Party efforts to grab more control over elections have thus far failed, Congress hasn't authorized such an expansion. Now, what this means is that Joe Biden has, has looked at all the agencies and said, we need to get out the vote. Not necessarily just the vote, but the Democrat vote. And so the agencies had to submit these plans in 90 days, which they did, but none of them have been made public. You can't actually find these plans anywhere. Uh, there's, a couple of, there's a couple of tidbits that have leaked out. And we see now that uh, it looks like the Department of Labor says that it's turning 2,300 American job centers previously focused on helping displaced workers find jobs into hubs of political activism. These new federally funded voter registration agencies give guidance about how to bring in organizations to conduct, quote, voter outreach. So the place you used to go to to find a job is now a place for uh, Democrats to try to get to sign you up to vote, which is funny because the Democrats are probably the reason you don't have a job in the first place. They're probably the reason you're at a place to go help you find work. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services announced plans to turn community health centers into voter registration agencies using thousands of healthcare facilities to voter to focus on voter registration and turnout. So again, if you can't afford healthcare, if you've got COVID, if you need free Medicare or medical treatment, you go to these health centers, instead of giving you health treatment, they're going to tell you to vote for Democrats, which again are the reasons why you need free healthcare. Housing and urban development, HUD, sent notices to public housing authorities that they should begin voter registration drives and participation activities. Previously, officials have been barred from electoral activities because they receive federal funding. Now, keep in mind, housing and urban development. These are places where the, the mortgage payments and the investments are subsidized by the government for low-income housing. You open up low-income housing, you don't charge a lot of rent, and you get money back from the government. It's a windfall for the landlord. Now, they want those people to register their tenants to vote, which is, again, illegal because they're federally subsidized. C clear violations of, well, pretty much everything. Violations of the Constitution, the Hatch Act, um, basic human decency, you know, which is which is low, uh, low in the in the Democrat Party. Um, the Department of Education sent a, quote, dear colleague letter to universities telling them that federal work study funds could now be used to support voter registration activities. Contrary to previous guidance, the change was made without having gone through any rulemaking process to allow the change. So. They're writing to the universities, all the, the Democrats in uh, the United in um, the Biden administration. Everybody, they're writing to the universities, telling them that the federal work study funds that they've been getting for federal work study can now be used to support voter registration on college campuses. Keep in mind, college campuses are typically liberal. And we know this because, well, Harvard just hired Brian Stelter as a fellow to discuss uh, threats to democracy. Again, if there was ever anyone who was less qualified, the only job Brian Stelter was less qualified for than a professor of threats to democracy was newscaster or CNN host. So yeah, I guess that just, 
I guess I guess it's a step from, from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Now, get this. The U.S. Department of Agriculture. Could you imagine the U.S. Department of Agriculture ever getting involved in voter registration? Well, according to Joe Biden and the Democrats, that's exactly what they demanded. So they're enlisting state, local and federally funded employees using its child nutrition programs to push voter registration. Child nutrition programs to push voter registration. Here's the food triangle or the food pyramid. Here's what you need. You need dairy. You need eggs. You need vegetables. You need proteins. Oh, also go register to vote for the Democrats. Uh, the six of one, half dozen of the other. I mean, I mean they have, they have, it's apples and oranges, and that's not a nutritional joke. But it, it actually kind, kind of t- turned out to be one. The Commerce Department produced a massive 113-page report, which likely took four agency officials many hours to generate. It directs local voting board members about polling stations and poll worker trading. This, it goes on and on and on and on. But uh, again, none of this has been made public. This is a, a mandate to 600 agencies, and that's just like five or six of them, to figure out ways to register people to vote and not just register people to vote, but register Democrats to vote. That's how Joe Biden's planning to rig this election. That's how Joe Biden's trying to stack the deck. The mail-in balloting has been curbed in a lot of places. The uh, extended voting or the early voting has been curbed. A lot of, after what happened in 2020, a lot of these states have, have done what they're constitutionally obligated to do, and that is rein in their, their haphazard Swiss cheese-like voter, voting uh, plans and laws and make voting more secure. In a way, what Joe Biden's doing is he's fighting the constitutionally laid out way for votes to become more secure in elections. He doesn't want votes to become more secure. He just wants votes to become more liberal. He wants more votes for the liberals, fewer for the Republicans. And the best way he can figure out to do that is to, again, weaponize, because that's weaponize and politicize government agencies, which again is against the law. It's against the Constitution, and he's doing it all to, to stack the deck in 2022 and then again in 2024. And this is something that you need to be aware of and you need to know that it's happening. And yeah, there are lawsuits and yeah, there are people fighting it. But meanwhile, they keep attacking Donald Trump. They keep attacking all of Donald Trump's, uh, you know, aides and assistants and lawyers in an effort to make you think that Donald Trump is the bad guy, that Donald Trump is the worst guy, that Donald Trump is the, the threat to democracy. When, and Brian Stelter won't tell you this in his new class, we all know the real threat to democracy is the guy sitting in the White House right now and all of his cronies. Uh, Anyway, we'll get into more of that on the show today. We'll get into more of that as it unravels. Remember, the election is like 55 days away, 55 days away. And we've got some, you know, we've got some real neck and neck. This is not going to be an easy row for either side. The Republicans can surely pull this out. I definitely believe something happened in Arizona yesterday, which I'll talk about on the show today with Kerry Lake. um, That that leads me to believe the Republicans are going to have a shot, not just at the governorship there, but despite what the polls tell you at the at the Senate race. Uh, and I believe that I believe that Blake Masters actually has a chance that they're telling everybody he does not in Nevada. I believe that Adam Laxalt has a chance that people are saying that he does not. Dr. Oz, another story. Herschel Walker seems like seems like it's his race to lose at this point. So there's a lot of great news going on in the polls that they don't want to tell you about. And that's why they continue distracting you with made up Trump info. Um, it is an assault. It is an assault on on the democratic process. It's an assault on our republic, and it's an assault on our election again for the second time in a row. And it's something that has to end. It'll only end by getting these people out of office, by getting conservatives, not Republicans, conservatives into office so they can fight back against all this 
all this treachery and demonic badness. Yeah, there you go. Hey, listen, uh, if you haven't yet, uh, keep in mind that we have uh, we have so much great stuff going on. And, and um, we've got these hats coming out later this week. We've got another project I mentioned yesterday for Christmas. The best way to be informed about all things Mark K and Mark K show is to go to markk.com and join our Katriot network. It's really easy to do. Enter your name, your phone number, your uh, email address. We'll get you in the Katriot network and we will keep in constant contact with you. So you know what's going on at all times. Maybe not at all times, but like periodically. Uh, go to markk.com right now and join the Katriot network.